that's really our goal is to be at the national tournament with them mm-hmm. in this next season, two seasons, three seasons, and start to be a regular competitor in the regional championship, conference championship. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to In the Nest, Emmaus Athletic Sports Podcast. You know you know what I did there. I had to wait for the beat drop. Um, I'm trying to work on that, trying to do a, a better job of uh, <laughs> getting in there. Last time we almost freestyled. But today we have a special podcast. We, are, um, we welcome Chris McHugh, the head men's soccer coach of Emmaus Athletics. Coach McHugh, Chris. Yeah, I call you Chris. You may call me Chris. Okay, McHugh. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Yeah. I know you're one of the biggest Emmaus men's soccer fans around on campus, <laughs> off yeah. campus, in the alumni base. And so uh, you're the perfect guy to talk to about our season and what's going on with Thank Emmaus you. soccer. I appreciate that. I yep. do. Um, I love that. You know, we talked a little bit about how, you know, you're representing the, we're both up here kind of representing yep. the men's team right here in Emmaus. So, um it's, it's, it's really great to, to have that. Um, we were talking a little bit before. I know we got a lot to get into, uh, but uh, I, I like I like just talking, sure. you know. So uh, you actually, so for you sports fans out there, Danny DeVito, if you recognize that name. He He's is, an actor, but Tommy DeVito. That's right. Is a football player. <laughs> They're so similar in names. Gosh, yeah. give me a break. Tommy DeVito, the backup quarterback for the Giants. Uh, from Illinois, uh, you 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 coached him also. I was in a former life. I was a PE teacher. In a former life. Yep. That's great. So shout out to Coach Reggie, our strength and conditioning <laughs> coach, gym teacher by day yeah. and uh, strength coach by night. But uh, yeah, I was a gym teacher back in New Jersey and was the PE teacher for Tommy DeVito, the Giants quarterback right now mm-hmm. in fifth and sixth grade. Was he a Giants fan growing up? Do you know? Was everyone a Giants fan there? Everyone was. Yeah, they won a Super Bowl with Eli back in the day, and he would wear the jerseys to, to class and that's then like play a, dodgeball, get the kids out. So I knew he had a good arm. I knew he had accuracy, and lo, and lo and behold, he's doing it now. That's like every kid's dream is to play for their uh, favorite team growing up. That's really cool. I, I, I didn't know that. So if, if anyone knows Tommy and they ask him who's their fifth-grade gym teacher, they would say, oh, yeah, uh, McHugh. What would, what would they call you? Like Mr. McHugh? Yeah, Mr. McHugh, McHugh a lot. McHugh. Okay, fair enough. I like that. Well, we'll get into it, but we can't have an episode without our our favorite little mascots. You know, we still don't have a name for these guys um, unless we do by this episode. But do you have a name for these? Do you, are you re- familiar with these two? Our, our two Love favorite these guys. I've yeah. started to see them pop up around campus, and mm-hmm. uh, we just going to pop up other places around the around the state, around the country here oh. soon. <laughs> oh. Oh, they're going on tour, I guess. Um, now, we still need names for these, everyone. So please uh, message me, message Matt, message Chris. All right. Uh, get on Eric about it. I, I'm talking to you. Um, and we will, uh, we got to figure out a name. We got we to gotta get these guys involved. I don't want this guy to be called Eddie. I'm sick of no, Eddie. Yeah, we got to come Eddie up with something other than Eddie. I heard that on the last one. He's yeah. so soft. Oh, my goodness. I, I liked Hatchet. Hatchet wasn't bad yeah. for this guy. Who, I don't know who was that commented that, but yeah, maybe Hatch. I liked Hatch, yeah. That's my phone. Did you guys like it? That was so. Sounds like we're in the holiday season with that. Yeah, yeah. It's actually seven years from Lucas Graham. So, um, but like in in mixed in with the iPhone ring. Let's not. I, I don't want to talk about this. All right. So today's episode, we are going to. Uh, talk about the soccer season with Coach McHugh as well as bring in some players and talk to them uh, about the season, about their accomplishments, about their goals for next year and what they're planning on doing in the off season, but as well as life and how they got to Emmaus. So uh, we'll be interviewing uh, the team captain, Josh Matt, and then one of the freshmen, Bennett Kramer. So uh, looking forward to that those interviews later in this episode. But right now, Coach, let's talk about this season. What are some... Um, I'm, I just got to ask you, what are some, well, well, before we get there, um, uh, before we get to like the takeaways of the yeah. season, let's, let's talk about, you know, you are a, uh, um, um, two time national championship coach at Moody. You've coached a lot of players, um, throughout the year. Some that have won 
National Player of the Year, etc. But so that's a little bit about your background. So we we've interviewed interviewed you before, but if you could let the people know a little bit more about yourself and how you got to Emmaus. Yeah, well, I'm in my fifth year at Emmaus, which is great, and we love it here. We love it in Dubuque. Mm And prior to coming to Emmaus, I have a background in PE teaching, like I talked about, back in New Jersey. Tommy. Yep. And <clears throat> was a boys varsity soccer coach, coached youth soccer, um, wanted to be involved with college coaching, had done some college coaching as an assistant when I was in grad school at Montclair State in New Jersey. And um, just ironically, there's lots of New Jersey connections here at Emmaus. We come across them in the lunchroom and as people come to visit. So yeah. if you're a New Jersey kid and you want to come on over, we've got one on our team and mm-hmm. it's a great place to be. Um, but yeah, I was at Moody for, for six seasons and we had success there. We won two national championships and coached two national players of the year and coach of the year award. And, um, so excited about what we're building at Emmaus because some of the things we're, we've gotten to this year, starting to bring back memories and remind me of some of the success we had at Moody. And, um, a lot of our players are kind of, yeah, fighting, competing, and kind of on the cusp of. I think doing some of the things we did at Moody. So, and we'll get to that. I have that. We'll, yep. we'll get to that later. But let, now let's talk about a little bit of your takeaways from this season, Coach. Sure. So the soccer team finished six, five, and three. So three ties, which is or draws, uh, they say in the soccer world, uh, which is crazy. But our home record was four, one, and one, which is amazing. Uh, killing at home. Shout out to uh, all the fans, all the yeah. faculty, staff, all the alum who come to the games, support our boys. So um, we have a great home record. We have a great MCC, CCC record, uh, four and two. Um, but obviously uh, more of those loss coming on the road. So uh, a little bit of that as well as some of the uh, accomplishments from the season. Sure, with, yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, we had a great year. I think um – Again, my first year at Emmaus, I, I got hired into the athletic director role and uh, Coach Block coached in 2019 with Coach mm-hmm. Brown and they were coming off of a conference championship in 2018 yeah. and um, and we were getting ready to go in 2020 and kind of had a pause there with COVID and so we've really been rebuilding the program again the last three years. So coming in this year, hoping to be competitive, have a winning record, um, but not sure if we were going to get there because mm-hmm. we hadn't had that success the last two years, um, but we knew we had some uh, good young players, and um, yeah, the guys really kind of picked it up right from the start. I know you and and Matt have referenced our home opening game of the season when we beat Maranatha five to one. Yeah, that was that and was that awesome. was uh, yeah, great atmosphere at Fish Field all year. We had great turnout all year, like a lot of parents coming out to the game. So I feel like that really set the tone for just belief, being really competitive at home, kind of bringing the energy and um, competing and kind of growing into the year. So. Um, yeah, I have to thank you coach for having such like, um, I don't know if this is a game plan to always come down to the wire and have so many close games, but, um, it is an electric atmosphere when that happens, when you're, you just can't sit down, you have to be standing, you got to be pacing up and down the sidelines. That's what I'll be doing. I'll be hanging out with like Matt or Luke Sterwinski and, uh, we'll be pacing up and down the sidelines together. I'll talk to like Seth Kurtula, one of the ball boys, you know, and we'll just, uh, I'll even talk to the ref sometimes. I don't know. It's just like such yeah. a fun atmosphere uh, when you have such a close game. Of course, we don't want that. But, I mean, that's what really, like, draws us sure. in, you know. So, uh, but uh, we want – we honestly, we want to be, like, blowing people out, you know. But I don't know. But uh, having such well, a close ni- game. Yeah, it was nice to be in the games this year. We've yeah. had games that we haven't quite been in the mix. And uh, Coach Eric Rasmussen's on the sideline with me as an alum. Uh, we have Anthony Flores, Coach Flores, mm-hmm. a friend of yours that's an alum. So we've got some of that nervous tension, excitement happening on the sideline as the game's going on Um, and some big celebrations too. So I always joke if there was a coach's cam, it'd be interesting to see how I look during the game. (laughs) But uh, we, uh, yeah, we have. I feel like you're cool, calm and collective, honestly. Yeah. And that's what most people would think. Most of the time. (laughs) Most of the time. Most of the time. Then you'll snap a clipboard and everybody, oh my goodness, he means he's serious. Yeah. That's the best. I tried once this year. Like a Tony Dungy. It's like very resistant plastic, I found out. Would you say you're... (laughs) (laughs) What did you like turn around away from the players or you try to break it in front of them and like it was embarrassing? Yeah, I kind of punched at it once or twice, maybe once across the knee and it just, it wasn't happening. So I just had to throw it in and like kind of spear it into the grass. That's... I would have loved to watch that, uh, but 
I don't even know. No. But but I think with that said, yeah, we had a lot of fight back this year. So you mentioned we had three draws. Um, and so the team didn't give up. I think, uh, yeah, we came back really well this year. And, um, yeah, had a big home win against mm-hmm. Faith. And just a lot of growth in the program. Two years ago, honestly, we lost by a big margin against Faith at home. And so to beat them this year was a was a big win for us. It was definitely, uh, and you mentioned at the beginning, like just to see the growth of this team. Uh, is amazing and like you are creating a program not just you but like everyone involved with this this soccer team with the athletic program like basketball volleyball cross country they affect soccer soccer affects them you know you see you see volleyball doing such a fantastic job it um, it really helps the growth of the athletic program helps the growth of their team which can help the growth of others so um it's it's really cool to see the growth of this team, and that's like something that we will get over. Like this year, we had uh, twelve first year players, you know, and that's not even including uh, or then like three community college transfers, but nine freshmen that we had, and we'll get into that. But that just shows it tells a lot of the growth of this program and where it's going, right? Uh, and then to think about like the crown game, crown was uh, is and was a national championship level team, right? They made it to the national uh, tournament, mm-hmm. uh, lost in the group stage, as we talked about prior. Yep. Uh, but they were up there. They barely missed the championship game, barely, literally by like two scores, which is a gold differentiage. Differ- yeah. But uh, uh, And we were able to compete yeah. with them. No, we've been fortunate to play Crown the last two years. They've gone to the national tournament the last two years, so it's been a nice measuring stick to see where we're at. Um, lost 2-1 one year, 4-3 this year, but they're kind of right there. And within our region now, we're in the Midwest region. We have Grace Christian College. They've yeah. been to the national tournament the last two years. And so, um, yeah, I, that's really our goal is to be at the national tournament with them mm-hmm. in this next season, two seasons, three seasons, and start to be a regular competitor in the regional championship, conference championship. So how do you – you mentioned regionals a little bit, and regionals is what uh, – is. Um, what really matters, um, I guess you could say. Not saying uh, a conference play doesn't matter. Conference play is a great uh, tournament of itself. But to get to that national championship level, you have to go through the region. So uh, for the listeners who might not know, who what are the, some of the teams in our region yep. and what does the play look like? Yeah, I know we had some regional realignment. So now uh, Emmaus, we're in with some schools in Wisconsin and over in Michigan mm-hmm. and um, Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. Uh Maranatha Baptist University in Wisconsin, and then we have Kuiper College. Mm-hmm. That comes in as a new team next year. Okay. Grace Christian University in Grand Rapids and Kuiper are both in Grand Rapids and Great Lakes Christian College in Michigan. So Great Lakes and Grace have been competitive the last two years at the top. Um, Maranatha and Moody historically have been to the national tournament. They've won national championships. Yeah. So I think it's a pretty even region where anyone can win on a day, which makes it exciting as you're kind of growing into those top tier teams, which we're hoping to do. And so having seen them this year, we feel like, oh man, we've got really strong goal scorer, Christian Anderson, yeah, Tucker Kappas in goal, really was an outstanding performer for us this year. Can we keep adding pieces? And we'd love to, you know, flip it on, on crown and, and maybe beat them in a year or two, see them at the national tournament and really feel like it's a possibility coming up. Yeah, and like we had seven players that have been recognized this year from awards. So um, our only senior on the team, Zach, or was honored with an honorable mention, all region, uh, which is uh, um, a high reward itself, uh, being competing against those schools that you just mentioned, you know, Great Lakes and Grace being top of the, the, you know, cream of the crop, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then Josh Matt coming away with both first team um, in all conference and all region, um, as well as the Kyle Root Award, which you have coached previous players uh, that have also um, received that award. Christian Anderson also being first team all conference, first team all region. Uh, We have Tucker being first team all conference. Honorable mention, all region, which for a freshman goalie going up against one of the best goalies in the nation that is in our region. Yep. uh, it's That's also really impressive. Uh, Pretty much saying that possibly the second best goalie in the region as a freshman going up. What what is uh, the – is that goalie a junior? The The Grace – Goalie, I think he was a senior this year, okay. but I think he was the All-American selection at goalkeeper, too. Yeah, see, like, and Tucker's going up against this guy when it comes to votes, and he's already being recognized um, as someone that's uh, 
going to possibly be mm-hmm. cream of the crop, right? So then you got Caleb Hunter, second team all conference, but first team all region, uh, which I would take that any day. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So kudos to Caleb. And then you have Bennett Craner, who had second team all conference, honorable mention all region and Edwin Ventura second team all conference. So there's a lot of words I just said that might've no, been a like lot of one depth. over. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's seven players recognized. You start 11 on the field. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, more than half of our guys are, are being recognized for their performances and we have top guys. I mean, I really, you're going to talk to Josh and Bennett here shortly. And mm-hmm. Josh uh, has just been a top performer since the day he stepped in. He's a three time first team all region player. So for the guys playing, uh, with us now and the guys are going to be playing with us next year. I tell them like you are playing with one of the best players in the country and Josh is an all American level. Yeah. We just need to get a couple more wins and put ourselves in some of those bigger games so that more coaches can yeah. see him. Yeah. Josh has a very unique season this year. Yeah. Uh, and I will talk about that later, but just uh, the fact that you look at his, you look at what is on the sheet, you know, when it comes to stat wise, it's like, Oh, whatever. Right. But the, that that's the thing about soccer that a lot of people don't understand. And maybe you can explain to people why it's not always important what is on, you know, the what yeah. these numbers don't always mean tell everything. The whole story, right. Yeah, they don't tell the whole story. Yeah, no, I think, you know, Josh's season is a little bit intertwined with Christian Anderson. He was our forward this year. Christian's one of the leading goal scorers in the country. Yeah. He had 13 goals. Um, and he was producing most of the attack for us. So that meant Josh could do all these little things and just put out fires and defend. He could make a a final pass or he could pass to someone else who's going to pass to Christian. But I mean, Josh played all three positions, defender, midfield, forward this year, (laughs) center forward, center back, center midfield. So honestly, as the year went on and Christian picked up an injury the last couple of games, just uh, my reappreciation for Josh elevated because he's doing all these things pretty effortlessly in terms of how he carries himself, but putting in a ton of effort on the field. And that's something crazy for you listeners who uh, might not know soccer quite well. Uh, for Josh to be able to play pretty much all three different phases of the field and come away with a first-team all-conference, first-team all-region is extremely impressive. Usually if a player, let's say if they're normally a forward, but you have to b- drop them back on defense or midfield throughout the season and they're jumping around, then they're competing against players in all those positions when it comes to these awards. While yeah. So Josh did that this season, but still walked away with you know the top honor. right? So uh, shows and tells a lot of uh, not just the player Josh is, but also the character, especially with that um, – uh, uh, um, Kyle or uh, the Kyle yeah. Rood Award. So, uh, Let me, can I just jump in on that? Yeah, yeah the, Kyle, the Kyle Rood Jr. Award is this uh, award that the National Christian College Athletic Association kind of recognizes one individual in each sport as an overall performer, um, someone who's a leader on their campus, on their team, um, service in the community, service in their church, love for the Lord, so and good academics. So, kind of this blended mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, Josh was recognized as the selection for across all the country, all the soccer players on the men's side. And so big honor for Josh and I think for Emmaus. And um, so really proud of him. And again, just uh, has been a great leader for our team and someone that the guys can yeah. look up to. Well-deserved award, that is for sure. So we talk, we're talking a lot about players right now. Uh, and uh, something that's really cool, or not necessarily really cool, but a question for you. We had nine freshmen this year, mm-hmm. but 13 first-year students. Just because they're a transfer doesn't mean they might not act like a freshman. How was um, babysitting this year? Was was it was That's it like babysitting or was it like know, herding cats? What, what do we got here? Yeah, sometimes coaching can resemble babysitting. And sometimes <laughs> you're, you know, some of your busy, biggest successes is picking the right restaurant, feeding them well. Everyone's happy <laughs> after the game. That's one of my questions yes. for the guys. What's, the, yes. what's their favorite spot? Yeah. So, uh, but these guys honestly did not take a ton of babysitting. Uh, Coach Eric and I got back from every trip and we were like, man, that went pretty smooth. The guys have been responsible, taking care of business. And um, so we definitely have a lot of lighthearted moments and uh, can, can rag on each other or little jokes here and there. Um, but, but this is a really good group to coach. So, um, yeah. Who do you think the players prefer? Uh, cause we take two vans right yeah. now that the bus broke down. Um, who do the, uh, yeah. So if you, what, why can't I talk about that? Hey, if you're we did a survivor bus breakdown a couple of seasons ago, that was impressive. We, t- we took that the cool. last trip in the bus. Yeah. Yeah. It, we <laughs> retired it. <laughs> uh, so if you're uh if you, so, if you're a listener and you want to sponsor a new bus, 
Come on in. Come on we would love it. I remember uh, I was a manager for the soccer team for three years, and uh, having the whole team together on the bus really built community, really um, helped us to define some character and uh, grow bonds with one another, which helped our performance on the field. You look at 2018, we were able to win the conference that year, and uh, the bus rides were and the away trips were always everyone's favorite, right? You don't want to, you don't want players and teams uh, to be like, oh, I got to go away this weekend. You want them to be excited, to be like hanging out with their friends, creating memories, fellowship, like true fellowship, like breaking bread uh, and having a good time, not just doing homework, but, you know, doing homework, but, you know, so. <laughs> uh, no, we, have, we, have, said, we have good trips and there's, there's two distinct vans. Yeah. Coach got one van. I got one van. I think they both have their own vibe. They have their own ty- style <laughs> of conversation. <laughs> yep. What's so. your vibe? What's your vibe? What's your van vibe? I'll be honest. Ours, my van was a little more on the quiet side. I mean, <laughs> you know, but we had, uh, yeah, I had Caleb Pogani, Pogon in the front seat with me sometimes and he'll have the big headphones on like this and just be chilling for about two, three hours. And all of a sudden it'll just come at me with something total random. In fact, and, uh, him and Spicinger sometimes doing some geopolitical talk and mixing in some theology. So we had some interesting ones, but I think pretty distinct from what was going on in coach Eric's car. Eric, what was, what was your car like? We had a lot of good conversations. (laughs) We talk, we talk sports. We talk theology with girls talk. yeah girls they, they talk a lot of girls they're <laughs> waiting tried, for that season I, to get over i with. tried to i tried to stay out of those ones yeah that's good that's although good. i i grilled up on the relationships a little bit maybe but yeah. yeah we we uh there's some crazy stuff that happened in our cars but yeah. we did have a no dating policy for the freshmen until yeah. the season that's was over. new Can it went t- it yeah. went somewhat successfully I mean, <laughs> yeah. see i wasn't even going to talk about that but i mean i i didn't even actually consider talking about it but uh, what, 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 where did that come from? You know, I think you come on campus the first time you're a new student, preseason's great. You're getting to know the guys on your team. You're starting to get to know some of the other athletes that are on campus, cross country team, volleyball team, love for everyone to hang out as a group, keep showing up at each other's game. Mm-hmm. Maybe you make eye contact with someone, but wow. you have, you have so, you know, you have other things to focus on. You got your school, you got your sport. And we just said, Hey, just put it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Season's going to be over early mid November. Go home at Thanksgiving, and then if it's still there, if <laughs> take that, her home. Yeah, if that look in the eye is still there, maybe <laughs> maybe something can can happen for I, you. I appreciate that. I think a lot of uh, uh, not just freshmen, but people young young adults need to hear that uh, is to really focus on building you know their schedule, their structure in life, and their foundation, especially coming into a new community, new culture. Um, trying to understand that first before you know falling in love. So. Yeah. But uh, that's awesome. But so uh, not like herding cats. So a lot of responsible freshmen, though. I would say so. I think, um, yeah, good group. We talk a lot of football. We make yeah. a lot of other sports analogies as we coach. Are always interact. Backdoor cuts from basketball. We, post patterns from football. The basketball ones didn't work as well this year, coach. No. Less, last yeah, year, think, we had a lot of guys that really got our basketball references. Not yeah. so much this year. So you're gonna change it up. So you I'm do, a Bears fan. So yeah. I was kind of ragging on the Bears for a lot of the season. Mm-hmm. And um, are was, you guys gonna keep Justin Fields? What do you think? You know, again, the Giants and the Bears are now two of the hottest teams in football. So we'll see what happens. Okay, yeah, like Bears three watch. out of four. Yeah, I think Giants, you should keep Justin. Right. I mean, you, right now you guys have two top five picks. At Le- least our quarterback's healthy, Shane. He broke his finger. <laughs> Yep. He just broke his. Who cares? At least mine's better. Change, change the Chargers fan. I'm a Chargers so. fan. It's like such a random thing to be a Chargers fan. Why did I choose them? I I would like. There's an interstellar meme of like the person screaming. You know, whatever. I'm that with like. Why did I choose to be a Chargers fan? If I can go in the past and like scream at Young Shane, like don't do this. Yeah. Don't do this. Gosh. But it may it's a fun place to be because yeah, we got football all fall. We got Packers fans. We have Vikings fans. No, I don't Bears like the, fans. The Packers fans up here are the worst. While. Packers fans are nice. I went to a Packers game this year, but here they're just. I don't. I can't. I can't with them. So, and you probably enjoy that being a Bears fan. Yeah. But let's get back on soccer. Uh, even though you know it's fun to talk about football, but this is the real football. Um, stupid joke. But uh, so we talked a little bit about the players, and we've talked about uh. We've mentioned, you know, just the accomplishments, the awards that all these players have received, and uh, I want and to combine that with, you know, your your previous success when you're coaching at Moody. You know, you had three Kyle Root Junior Award winners that were on your rosters, uh, or I, I guess now yep, three, two, from two, Moody two from Josh, Moody, yep. but second uh, uh, 
um, well, you had second national or two national championship players of the year, uh, but then you were the 2012, 2012 coach of the year, national coach of the year, as well as winning the national championship 2012 and 2013. With all that said, from your success at Moody, being the head coach there, uh, growing the program, um, inheriting it, you know, all everything, uh, you know, by the time you entered the door and left, what are some similarities of the program, the team, uh, but the team specifically, not necessarily the program, yeah. but the, the foundation you had there for the team uh, to what we have today with these this Emmaus Stop Men soccer team? Yeah. No, there's growing similarities, and also want to shout out Zach Ort, who just finished and was our one senior this yeah. year, because he was here expecting to play. We didn't have the season in 2020, and he he stuck with us, and he's really helped lay this foundation mm -hmm. where now we've got these nine freshmen, couple community college guys to build on what he, uh, Carlos Ventura, their captain Josh have, have done. So I think what we're starting to see is. Um, one, we've got like great families in the program, and and those guys come from great families. So, uh, their their parents have pointed them to Christ. They're coming to our games, and and these guys are here at Emmaus for the right reasons. They they appreciate and want to study the Bible as part of their education. Yeah. So some are in ministry majors, some are business majors or teacher education. But what we tell guys as they're thinking about coming here too is. Um, you know, this is a great place to see and set the stage for what God has for you, for your life. Mm -hmm. you, you don't need to know. Some people are pretty clear. I want to do this. Others are like, I'm not sure, but I want to grow in my faith and I want to play soccer. And when you're thinking those two things, like this is a fantastic spot to be. Mm -hmm. And so this, this freshman group is helping to lay that foundation. Um, you know, I think our, our culture here, we're talking about faith. You said football, soccer, football. Faith, football, future are the three things we talk about, and we want you to grow and take the next steps in your walk with Christ. We want you to get better as a yes, player, yes. and you have to put in the time and effort yourself. And if you do that, well, then you can walk with courage and faith into your future and like what God's going to have for you. So, you know, every season it's unknown. You can want to go to the national championships, but yeah, you got to do the work, and and you might have some tough close losses along the way, but. If you do put in the work, there's nothing to be ashamed of and everything might fall in your favor and, and you could overcome some of the challenges and go to the national championship. And then you get to give praise to God and a big testimony mm -hmm. of like, well, here's the things we're doing and we want to follow them in faith. So I think some of the similarities is just guys that are really competitive. Mm -hmm. We love multi-sport guys. So, and, and guys that come from high school programs that win at, you know, I think Bennett wrestled, uh, I think Caleb Hunter was a wrestler. They're on all region. So that, that's a great Tucker played basketball. So you bring some of these elements in um, and then you, everyone meshes together and we keep getting better as soccer players and kind of grow as a team. I always say like, we're going to play and, and this was at Moody too. We're going to be better at the end of the season than we are in September. Like yeah. we're just not giving up. Mm -hmm. And there's always a point in the season where you're like, it would be better just to be done. Like this would be easier. <laughs> And, and it's true. It would be easier if you were done, but like, that's not what we're doing here. Yeah. We're like pushing, pushing the whole way. And so, um, yeah, that's, those are the, I think there's some similarities starting to develop, um, between the two programs and it's really, yeah, the guys that come with a great work ethic, they want to be a great teammate and do things together with their teammates and, um, and they're, and they're willing to just try. That's good. That's like so. It sounds like we got a lot of great character on the team. We have we have the character. We have the skill, um, and within the character, you know that faith the faith aspect of growing your relationship with Jesus. And I see that with these these guys these uh, these players of uh, the seriousness of their faith, and um, it's really cool. And I think a lot of and. Uh, of like Caleb Hunter, for example, like this guy, I help. I I was his admissions mm -hmm. counselor, and I helped bring him in here. But um, the whole like process last year of trying to get him to come here, finding out that yeah, he, this guy plays soccer, watching his film, and be like, oh, this guy's like not just like a, a soccer player, but he's a soccer player, and uh, just the what he brings into the community and on this team as someone who is you know a mature believer. Um, goes a long way and like there's a ton of shout outs that we could have like like with zach being on the team and coming back and not choosing to or, uh, in the summer saying i'm not going to play i'm going to focus yeah. on senior year but then being like you know i miss it i want to play <laughs> yeah no um yeah credit to you and to uh 
Coach T, who are, are always repping uh, all the teams and men's soccer and trying to say, hey, there's an opportunity here. And so someone like Caleb comes on the radar. I think he worked at uh, summer camp and had interacted with uh, Luke Swinski and Hello, Zach yeah. Scholl and knew some of these guys. And then turns out he's a fantastic soccer player and he kept, he kept getting better as the season went on. Super tough. Can't get past him ever. I love it. Yeah, he's just he, going to throw his body in the front of everything. He's got the drive that's like a workhorse. He won't quit, and it's great to have a player like that on a team. I think about uh, um, not not Tucker we have now, but another Tucker that we had on a team. His name was Tyler Tucker, and he was like a train because he when he ran around practice, he would be like chugging along. Yeah. He would make those noises, yeah. and he would just freak out everybody. because. But the thing is, like, he always went hard, right? And – Caleb's he, one of those guys. Caleb's too. one of those guys. So that's uh, uh, but brings a lot of skill to the soccer yep. field. So it's really but like great. you were saying, mature in his faith. I know one of the guys was telling me yesterday, "Hey, coach, did you know we uh we just started a Bible study here at the end of the semester?" Mm. I was like, "No, didn't know." He's like, "Yeah, we're going through Galatians. We're trying to finish studying Galatians. We're doing Tuesday, that's Thursday awesome. nights." And as a head coach, you're like, "I love being the last one to know." They didn't need us to give them the idea. Mm-hmm. And they're like wanting to be together and wanting to see what the word says and how it applies to their life here at Emmaus. So that's, that's a big praise. That is awesome. I love I love hearing those stories of the students really going out and um, just having their own stuff like outside of the classroom, outside of uh, outside of church, and uh, uh, what we are here at of Emmaus, and you know just making it making it a reality, right? Uh, so we talked a little bit about the similarities of the, your national championship teams back at Moody and how a lot of the similarities of the competitiveness, the character, the skill um, that we have here at this team. So what is separating us from being a the number one seeded team in region, which we were yeah. today or this year, to being you know the number three to one seed at, in national tournament play? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And that's uh, what we're working on with the guys that are here. And as we recruit and talk to families and some of the guys that are in high school, juniors, seniors, um, you know, we had 20 guys on the roster this year. I think for 24, we'd love to be in 2024. We'd love to have 24, 25 guys and just kind of keep adding depth and a little more quality um, on some of the outside positions, extra wingers, some fullbacks. So guys that can keep playing with the ball and we can dictate games. I think Mm -hmm. that's what coach Eric and I talk about. Like, can we be proactive and do all the things with the ball consistently so that we don't have to defend and just counterattack, which is effective way to score. We did that this year. Christian is super fast, super strong. Yeah. Got in behind the defense, could finish against a keeper, drew like five penalty kicks this year. So awesome. That's a good path for us to score, but we'd love to, to add some more. So I know just a shout out for the guys we're talking to and we've made some offers. If we're talking to you, we're really interested. Yeah. Like give us a look because you're some of these guys that are going to get us over the hump and put us in the championship game, take us down to Florida. Say there's no better place to be the week before Thanksgiving (laughs) than 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 Orlando, Florida. You could be in class. You're going to do the classwork from Florida, Mm -hmm. but we can do it from Florida and play a couple more soccer games. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, what, what would you say? I'll let you talk about yeah. this because Matt and I speak a lot about uh, the programs here at Emmaus. But what separates us <clears throat> here at Emmaus as an athletic program from other schools? That's a great question, too. I think here, you know, you guys talk about it. I think we have a fantastic coaching staff across the board mm-hmm. at Emmaus. We've got Coach Eric, Coach Anthony, both alums, both played in the program and love the Lord and want to help the guys get better on the field and off the field. So I think, and our, and our guys on our team too, like I said, they want to play and they want to grow. So it's a very cohesive group. Mm-hmm. And I think in the tough moments of soccer games, like all playoff games are going to be close. So I know uh, Coach Eric and I talked, I told the guys at some point, two weeks left in the season, I'm like, guys, if you're going to win, you're going to win by one goal. Like we're only scoring two. <laughs> you guys have to win two to one or yeah. two nothing. And it's going to be tension filled in the last 10 minutes. Shane's going to be talking to the ref. People are going to be nervous, <laughs> yeah, shaking out the, you know, the nerves on some of these plays. And so really, can you survive those moments or can you respond? So I, I'd say at the end of our season this year, we showed a lot. Um, we scored a tying goal in the conference tournament when we were down to 10 men. Uh, we tied a game at Maranatha 1-1. Um, Joseph Spicinger scored. Christian didn't play our leading goal scorer. 
Tucker saved a PK to preserve the tie. Joseph tied it up in like the 78th, 80th minute. That's insane. So some of those elements are starting to show up of, you know, faith. We won two to one at home. Christian had got hurt that game. We were playing fantastic the first 20 minutes. He goes down and then we kind of have to change our game plan and really defend a lot in the second half. So I think, um, yeah, just adding a little more soccer specific, a little more speed. We could use some fast guys on the outside to, to keep getting behind the defense. A um, little bit more consistency with our passing, but a lot of the structures there. Mostly we just need to play more together. I, yeah. I told Eric we just had nine freshmen on the field. They just need to play another 10, 15 games together. Yeah. And when they're junior seniors, we keep talking about you and Matt. I know I listen to every show, so if you're not, if you're not listening, you got to listen. But, you know, excited for 24, excited for 25 volleyball team cross country basketball teams as they get more reps together in this next year yeah. or two. Oh, that volleyball team next year is they're going to nationals. <clears throat> you can yeah. you can they're like right you're, I'm you're, saying you're that now. first. Like yeah. I, I don't care I don't care if they like they crucify me or whatnot, but like they're going to nationals next year. I'm 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 putting it you know I'm yeah. it's on the pin. It's the circle like oh they're gonna be <clears throat> make sure to not have no events that yeah. weekend because the volleyball team will be out of town. So uh, this is this is this is awesome to hear. Um, what really separates us as a program, um, but even just as a school, and how what's something I think everyone preaches on here, um, and shares is that you're more than a number. You are a face. You are a name. You're a person yeah. here. Um, and how does that work? What does that look like in this soccer team for these players who might be listening, who um, who you want to recruit, who we want to bring in, uh, not just for soccer, but for this uh, culture here at Emmaus to grow it um, real quickly. But yeah, what are, what what, what separates us from that? What is something that maybe they want to hear uh, yeah. of how they will be a uh, more than a number? You know, one of the questions that comes up a lot is like, if I play sports, like, is that a good use of my time? Like, how am I actually going to grow closer to God playing sports? Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that just like 15 hours a week that I've lost where I could be earning money? I could be whatever. And on the flip side, I say that that's 15 hours. That is a super unique experience where you're with brothers or sisters in Christ. You're trying to meet a goal and strive for something. And what we tell our team in the beginning is like, you have an opportunity to know Christ in a different way because you're going to go through a season with these guys. And mm -hmm. the struggle of trying to reach the goals of losing, responding, disappointment, or succeeding and not getting prideful or arrogant, conceited, yeah. and the sharpening, you know, we talk about iron sharpens iron a lot, but that if the Holy Spirit, which he does, lives in you and lives in me, when I say something and confront you or encourage you, it's not just me doing it, it's the Lord like trying to to build you up or point you back. And so you know, I think whatever role you have on a team and this uh, for the guys that might come next year, you're player 22, you play a big role. Like our second team guys this year really sharpened our first team. Yeah. And that can be tough to accept. No one wants to be like, all right, I'm the backup quarterback. I'm the backup, whatever. But sometimes that's the role God gives you for that season. And I think at a place like Emmaus, you asked, what's the difference? It's like you can ascend out of that role. So within a season, you could play yourself into a position. Sometimes there's injuries. And by the time you get to your third and fourth year here, we have so much time together we talked about. There's this huge trust. You know what we're looking for. We know how you work. And now you could have a, a more prominent role than you did your first year for sure. And that's awesome. That's how I see that uh, um, at Emmaus, like through and through, not just an athletic program, but in academics and how your professors will know who you are and want to help you succeed, but more importantly, grow your relationship with Jesus and they'll walk alongside you. So um, thank you for touching um, on that a little bit. But um, is what what are some of your guys's real quickly? What yeah. is what are the goals next year? Do you have any? I, I know you're probably not wanting to share too much, uh, but and of course, like maybe everyone's sure. goal is to like. Just like in the NFL, oh, so win the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Um, but maybe some more. Uh, not saying that's not realistic, yep. but obviously let's not look at the the end of the season. But at the beginning of the season, coming into the fall, what do you want? What do you and Eric are looking for into the soccer team? Yeah, no, we we've almost finished our schedule for next year. We're gonna have a really good schedule, competitive yeah. schedule. Anyone? Any any like circle, uh, calendar circles. Well, we, we have some guys from Minnesota on the team. We're going to be going up to play University of Northwestern St. Paul up in St. Paul, Twin Cities area. You're playing Northwestern? Yeah. 
So that'll be a big one for us wow. early in the season. That is huge. That's and a, it'll that's be exciting NCAA, for our Minnesota families to come out and support. NCC. that's D1. N- NCCAA. Yeah, for their sports, NCCAA, they play D1, and they're in the D3 conference up there, the Dang. UMAC. So cool. that'll be a good test. And, yeah. um, you know, I think as we perform in those games, that'll give us a picture of how we could do at the top end of our conference and region. Yeah. So we didn't get to play in either the conference championship or the region championship this year. We were like real close. Mm-hmm. So for sure, our goal is to be in those championship games and to give ourselves a chance by the end of the season to feel like, oh, we can win. We don't have to just be yeah. here. We can we can win something next year. Cool. Well, thanks for that teaser a little bit. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that. And we're looking to grow the roster more, get that depth I see too. So, but thank you so much, Coach McHugh. I appreciate you having you on uh, the podcast and – Good luck with the Bears and the rest of the season, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll hope to be there. The Bears have a chance to sneak in the playoffs. They w- run the table 9-8, and eight, beat the Packers in the last game of the season. We'll be there. So yeah. <laughs> that, You guys aren't making the playoffs. I'm just yeah. going to say it right now. I'm sorry. All right, well, thank you, Coach. I appreciate having you on and uh, hearing more about the soccer program in this season and uh, what you have uh, to take away and what we look forward into the future and um, this young team growing. So now we're going to transition into our interviews of the players with Josh, Matt, and Bennett Kramer. So thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you just now. Yep. Thanks, Shane. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, Thank you for – hopefully you enjoyed the first portion of the podcast with Coach Chris McHugh. Now we have Bennett – I've been saying your name wrong, your last name, and I feel terrible. No, it's all good. Say it. (laughs) I don't want to mess up again. (laughs) So you got to say it. Kreiner. Kreiner. Yeah. I don't know what I've been saying. I've been saying a lot of stuff. I'm going to start calling Josh Matt, Josh Matty. We'll get to Josh Matty later. Uh, but uh, real quickly, so tell tell us a little bit about yourself, Bennett, and how you got to Emmaus. Just um, a little bit about your story and you know where you see yourself going uh, after your um, academics here. Yeah. Um, Emmaus was not really my first choice, to be honest. It never is. And No. That's, and co- that sounds terrible, but it's it's – it's some people it is though. But okay, yeah. continue. But no, Coach McHugh knows that he he was kind of reaching out to me, and I was like, I don't really want to. Like, mm. I got other plans and stuff. Um, and he he kind of kept um, reaching out to me, and then over time, I just kind of started thinking about it. And the reason why I started thinking about it more was I just kind of felt called to ministry a little yeah. bit. Um, my youth pastor has been a huge role um, in my life. Shout out to Cole. Um, Shout out Cole. Yeah, he he probably won't watch this, but it's like, all right, you send it to him. Yeah, um, he has been very influential on me, just inspiring and just seeing how he has served um, the Lord. Um, he's only like four years older than me, but yeah. he's given up his full time like vocation to do full time ministry, um, and I just that's something that I um, have looked up to, um, and so that's why I kind of wanted to do the same, serve the Lord in that aspect. And I've gotten a lot of um, encouragement um, from my pastors and from Cole that um, I have uh, gifts of teaching and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And they said they, they think I would be great for ministry of some kind. Um, and I believe that too. And I believe that that's God calling me yeah. to ministry. Um, so that's why I started pondering Emmaus more. I'm like, well, if I'm going to be going into ministry at some point in my life, why not just go to Emmaus now where I can like Mm. be prepared already. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And then one thing led to another and now I'm here at Emmaus and Mm -hmm. just trying to get as well prepared for whatever ministry God has for me. Obviously my plans did not happen um, initially in the college decision. So I don't want to make plans again, you know, like, I don't want to say I want to be a pastor. Like I want to start my own church. Cause like, I don't know what God's going to, I get that, you know, he can use me for whatever ministry um, he has in his plan. And so I'm kind of, it's a little difficult not knowing like the exact things that I need to study, but I'm trying to be as like as broad as possible to get every single aspect so that when the time comes for the Lord to show me a direction, then I can be like, all right, I'm ready for whatever it is. So I love that. That's like, that's such a um, pivotal uh thing to get to to uh, really understand and process um, especially mm-hmm. at a young age like yourself of understanding like you know 
what I want isn't necessarily what the Lord wants, yeah. and what the Lord wants is more important. So oh, that's huge. It, it's really great for you to um, to to express that, share that. And for anyone listening, you know, uh, maybe they're going through the same thing. And you really, t- you touched based on a little bit of how uh, Emmaus wasn't your first option, you know, but now you're here. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it. I think you're enjoying it. Uh, and uh, you guys had a pretty successful soccer season, you could say. And um, especially, you know, yourself being a second team all conference, as well as an mm-hmm. honorable mention um, when it comes to regional play. Uh, but what was, what was it that like really, I mean, I guess you touched base on like, ministry and everything but there's i'm gonna tell you this there's a lot of players there's a lot of soccer players out there and students themselves that maybe are questioning coming to emmaus Mm -hmm. and uh saying i don't want that it's not it's a smaller school it's you know it's only it's like ministry focused yet we do have professional degrees as well um what is what is something that you would say to them right now i know probably this is something to wrap up with but uh what was something that you would say to them when making that college decision yeah one thing that I had heard from others on my visits and have I've experienced here at Emmaus over and over again is just the community. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, everywhere you go, you see a friendly face. Mm. Um, and that's because it's so small. Some people may not like that, but like, it's just, it just feels comfortable. It feels like home. It just, everyone has just a connection, especially with the soccer team. Like we're, we're close. We're, we're brothers, we're family. And, um, for a lot of things, most of us do a lot of things together. We've just already formed, at least for me, formed a group um, that we can turn to and, and do Bible study and do life with. Um, and it's just really great. The community here is very, very fast at, at forming, and yeah. it's, it's just really awesome. Yeah, I would love to just have an episode of just talking about this uh, specifically, but yeah. um, we'll, we'll continue on as we have a lot to cover. But uh, being a part of this team, you talk about community a lot, and what is – what is like one of the, um, it's a large freshman class, you it know, is. and a lot of talent. Yeah. Does that excite you having being a part of a team with a lot of talented players on it? It does. Yeah. I, I came into this year not really sure how good we would be, how many freshmen there were. Um, I was, yeah, it, it, it was really encouraging coming in on um, August 11th. It feels like not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but during preseason and just seeing, um, all the all the freshmen um but the whole team and um seeing how good we could actually be yeah if we come together and um play as a team play as a family um, get a little more pieces in there yeah, you know, yeah. A and we, more players and we started to we started to do that towards the end of the year mm. um and i honestly felt that if we had a few more weeks like yeah. we were going to be great um a lot better than where where we were at and so it just excites me for next year and the next three years um Especially if all of those guys stay, yeah. um, Tuttle, you better stay. Mm-hmm. All right, I love, I love Josiah. Josiah's yeah. a fun guy. Yeah. What? Who? Now, a little fun question. Who do you? Who? What? What van do you ride with? Do you go with Chris McHugh or do you go with Eric? Coach Eric. You go with Eric. What? What? What are some of your guys' conversations? Do you? Enjoy, do you like? Do you choose it be for like conversation based? Do you choose it because you know Eric is, um, you know, Eric's Eric. I guess you know he's a weirdo. Yeah, he's a little weird. <clears throat> so. Uh, but like, do you choose? What like is it fun? Do you enjoy the car rides? Yeah. Um, I sit at a spot where you know I can sleep if I want to. I can do school if I want to. But I could also party you know, if you want to. Yeah, party <laughs> if I want to. You know, we would um, we would sleep on the aisles. Yeah, we've we've we had do people that doing that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we listen to music. Um, Eric shared some of his uh, past dating stories, so that was that's. Been fun. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear those. <laughs> <laughs> You, maybe, d- maybe I shouldn't have said that. But, uh. When you say you listen to music, um, I just imagine Eric only listening to Concerning Him podcasts and listening to oh, himself. Yeah, I'm that's sh- the only thing we listen All to. All the time. No. Dude, you're so self-centered. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can't believe it. So. Uh, what is, like, what's the hot spot? So Coach McHugh, uh, McHugh kind of talked a little bit about uh, babysitting you guys. I'm joking. He didn't say <laughs> that. But uh, uh, <laughs> that he, he, he complimented you guys, actually, of choosing, you know, healthier options when it comes to food. So what is – what was <laughs> maybe you didn't but what do you, what do you feel like is like the the best the best uh, place you guys have gone to this uh this year when choosing you know a restaurant to eat at for away trips for me it was ponch just ponch are you yeah. ponch or chipotle i don't know it depends i like them both okay Whatever. um that's lame but uh <laughs> i guess after season we went to pizza ranch so pizza ranch. that was a dub <laughs> That was a dub. Mm-hmm. Pizza Ranch is a dub. I've never heard that before. No. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, so, do you feel like it was a 
a pretty successful season for yourself or for the the team itself yeah yeah um overall i think i mean first winning record since 2018 yeah. i think that's right um and <laughs> yeah and i like not knowing where the season was going to be at least mm-hmm. on my end and then having nine freshmen starting at different times in the season um being able to come together uh over the course of the season and produce um that result um is i think just huge not only for us as a team but for the soccer program yeah um and it's just very promising and exciting going forward and i love hearing this from Mm -hmm. you like how much you are you know infatuated with the culture here with the community especially on the soccer team and i hear that from you know all you guys you guys just like started a bible study you know hanging out uh so you know that's something that is uh, very unique that you can have here and the thing is like yeah you can hang out with you can make friends anywhere you can hang out anywhere but are those friendships christ-centered and have you've you've experienced that here at emmaus of uh experiencing you know people who are like-minded when it comes to biblical things um, has, do you see a lot of growth uh, because of that aspect within you just within this first semester? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my soccer team in high school was nowhere near what it's mm-hmm. like here. Like it's completely different. And I think it caught me off guard a little bit Yeah. during preseason stuff. It's like, I actually have teammates that share the same faith Yeah. that I can talk to about things I can pray with. I can bond over the gospel with, and it's just really, really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've never had that before, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just really great. Yeah. Have you seen a lot of your character on the field, not just off the field, but on the field kind of uh, change? If if that's like, if maybe you were a rough player in high school, uh, mm-hmm. but then now you're like, okay, like I got to shape him up, you know. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a lot of what you've been learning, a lot of the examples of others, Josh himself maybe, um, have rubbed off on you and how you carry yourself on the field? Because that's what I really appreciate about Emmaus is the players don't just uh, – uh, they, they don't just come here to play, but they come here to grow their relationship with Jesus. And you see that on the field. That's why we walk away with sportsmanship awards all the time. So have you like kind of seen that a little bit of your play? Yeah. Um, like you said, Josh is a huge example. Um, I was going to say he definitely is just, you look at him and he's like, I'm like, that's who I want to be on the field, not just off the field. And, you know, I've, I had my moments during the season where, you know, I wasn't doing that, but it's definitely pushing me to next season. It's like, yeah. I want to, hold myself um, to a higher standard and that's Christ standard just on the field as well. So I love that. And I, I'm, I really looking forward to you guys playing next year and uh, seeing your sophomore year, which you're yeah. going to, your play is going to increase. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to so. be, it's going to be great. Uh, but real quickly, before you leave, I have a question in here that I really want to ask. And it was, uh, you'll graduate what? 2027. Yeah. Spring 2027. Of course you'll have a, uh, your last soccer season will be s- fall 2026. But when you walk across that stage at, at 2027, as all your classmates will know who you are, your professors will know who you are, and uh, what do you want your legacy on the field? Obviously, off the field, that's a different question, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's a lot of things of, like, you preaching in a chapel, grow, having bio, uh, Bible studies and discipleship programs here. But on the field, what do you kind of want to walk away with? How many banners do you want to be mm-hmm. yeah. in the gym? Like, what what do you want them to look back and be like, this soccer team in this portion was the best soccer team Emmaus has ever had? Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to Josh earlier before we, we, we came in here, and next three years, conference champs. Yeah. Um, two of those years, I would love to go to nationals. Yeah. And hopefully bring back a national champ mm-hmm. um, for for coach. Yeah. That would be his third. That would be right? awesome. Yeah. That would be crazy. And we've never – I don't think Emmaus has ever won a regional game when it comes to soccer. So mm-hmm. that would be a, a huge accomplishment is just winning a regional game. Yeah. So, and that's why we need more players. So um, – you know, listen to the story of Bennett of someone who didn't really necessarily want to come to Emmaus, but saw the the impacts that it has been, and you you aren't looking back. So, no. thank you, Bennett, so much. I yeah. appreciate you uh, coming on, and yeah. now we're off to talk to Josh Matty. And we welcome Josh Matty to the podcast. I'm I know it's Josh Matt, but I've been saying Bennett's name wrong too, so I'm gonna say your name wrong. So you're he's not the only one left out. Um, here's your. Um, your your friends that you've tried to uh, introduce us with with names, you yep. know we've we've shared them on the podcast. We can talk more about that later, but we don't have much time. Uh, to this podcast has gone too long, but it's awesome. I want to I want to go longer, right? But yeah. Um, something I kind of before we begin, introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. Who is Josh Matt? You know, where how did you get to Emmaus? Um. Well, Emmaus was 
not my first choice, but it was my only option. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I wanted to play <laughs> soccer in college. Yeah. I also knew I wanted to be in ministry. I was like looking around at different schools and just like there were like no open doors. Everybody either didn't respond to me or they were like super far away. Yeah. Um, further than eight hours away. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's just, just fit. Like yeah. I w- at that point I wanted to be business administration mm-hmm. so that I could do business for ministries, um, that administrative side. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a short story. Short story. And yeah. I love it. I love hearing people's story, how they got to Emmaus. And um, a lot of times it's the Lord leading. And of course, that's where you want to go. You want to follow the Lord. But um, Josh Matt from Canada, Captain Canada, uh, is what the students as well as the soccer players call him uh, now and again. I'm a little cheesy, but you like it. I love, uh, I love cheese. Yeah. So what's your major now that you started in business? What are you now? I am ministry leadership. Ministry leadership. Yeah. Okay, so you're part of the EM department, fun department, really great. That was yeah. the department I was a part of. Um, but uh, this is your junior year here. Yep. You ca- you came in um, and lived in a dorm halls. Now you're married, so yeah, that's awesome. Exciting. You enjoy married life? I do. That's awesome. So you guys have been married for almost a year, correct? A year, the 27th. Years month. So yeah. there you go. So I still look at me. I knew that almost a year. There we go. So congratulations on a year of marriage. That's Thank really you. fun. Um, so, but um, kind of looking into soccer a little bit. Um, one of the questions I I asked you, uh, or I, I sent to you before was, what were some of your goals for this year? And you come in with this sheet. I just can't like not talk about this. But here, I don't know if you guys can see this. This is a uh, a sheet you made on Canva. Yeah. All right. Uh, but this is a uh, Josh Matt's goals, his soccer goals, number five, soccer goals. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I love it. You know, glorify Christ above all. But some of your goals was to win the Kyle Root Junior Award next year. Yep. But you didn't think you would win it this year. How does it feel to? What is it? What do you feel the honor to win this award? And what is it? What is what is that feeling? Uh, what is that like? Yeah, I just feel so. I feel so incredibly like blessed to mm-hmm. receive that award, um, knowing that it's Christ in me doing all that work. And um, that's the only reason I love ministry, love serving. It's because of Christ and yeah. his transformation in my life. Not even like before Emmaus as well. I was saved at 14, but um, also the sanctification that I've seen at Emmaus as mm-hmm. well has been incredible. And I, I owe everything to Christ and then to my wife. And then to Emmaus. Yeah. Uh, the order. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. This is really cool, actually, of how maybe we should post something like this. But uh, you made this before coming to Emmaus. No, sorry. I made that this okay. summer. This summer. Yeah. Okay. So you made this this summer um, for your goals. You know, so which ones do you, have you not hit? Which ones have you not gotten to yet? I'm stealing this. Oh, this, this is totally going to be, like, super embarrassing because people are going to be like, you're not going to get that. But um, I read a book this summer, and it talked about, like, making goals to become, like, mentally strong in yeah. the game, whatever the game is. Um, and it said to shoot big. So I figured, what's bigger than National Player of the Year? Hey, I love that. So that's a goal for 2024, next year. Um, let's do it. Let's get those Let's get those pieces around yeah. us, you know? Okay. Um, scholar athletes on there as well mm-hmm. um, for this year and last next year. I didn't get it this year. That's cool. Hey, I'll get it next year. There we go. No problem. <laughs> All American first team or second team this year. I did not get, but I'm I'm totally happy with. Hey, that. but you you walked away with what the first team All Conference, first team All Region. Yep. You know, and the yeah. Kyle Root, which I'm I'm surprised you don't really have that on here. It's like the the All Region teams, but okay, continue. Yeah. So then there's the conference MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, 2023, Um, I did not get it this year. James Boosness at Faith Baptist. Dude, come on. You're he's just too good. Ah. I, yeah. It was tough. He's always he's one of the toughest players to defend. Mm-hmm. I I don't like defending him at okay. all. <laughs> well, this but I think he's grad graduating this year, so So next year's next year is yours. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't have to worry about him. That's but great. I'll miss him on the field. Um and then just like a blanket goal, hardest working attacker and defender. Yeah, that was just for mindset. Yeah, to try and do that 
every single game, every single practice. I love it. And it's like in the Mayo's colors too. Yeah. Like there's a lot of good stuff on here. And this is like really cool to like be goal orientated and uh, to, you know, have something in mind in the future, but like mm. something that you're working towards. And um, even if like you, it's in your mind or if it's on a piece of paper, that's really awesome. Um, you know, and I feel like you should get the whole team to do this, man. That that's what I um, we have a team meeting today. Oh, I want to show this and okay. talk about it and help people work through it. Sweet. No, that's awesome. So, so you hit some of the goals this year, which is awesome. And um, where do you feel like you've grown as a player since your freshman year that has gotten you to this point? Oh man, yeah, freshman year. Um, I think just a big thing was like I got injured closer to the end of the season. Yeah. So a big thing of mine, I want, like, just, like, finishing a season. Mm-hmm. The past two years, I've done that the past two years. Um, so I've been really, really proud about that. My ankles are normally dead by the end. Yeah. They've been a lot better this year. <laughs> so, like, I'm just, like, I see myself progressing just, like, physically. Yeah. Um, staying on top of it. Um, staying in better shape. And uh, I think, like, skill-wise, shooting has, like, Pretty increased for me. Do you feel like Emmaus has helped a lot with in growing your skills as a player? And yeah, exactly. And even like, um, I talk about this a lot. Um, I've had a lot of coaches growing up, and I only had one coach back home who like really taught me like fundamental like technical skills. And Coach McHugh is like the first coach I've ever had to like teach me a soccer system to teach Mm -hmm. me how to play with a team, like what to do. In different scenarios like where to have freedom first coach to ever do that and he is the best coach i've ever had That's nice. and i've like grown so much in my soccer knowledge before it was like sure i was a good player i could dribble i could score a goal if i yeah. needed to or dribble or uh pass the ball where i needed to go and that has gotten better here but mm-hmm. knowledge of the game love for the game completely like changed completely and transformed changed. here have yeah. like has like your your family seen a lot of growth and you were like your twin brother, you know, so well, no, he uh you know, we fight about who's the better soccer player all the time, so it's yeah. like he'll he probably won't acknowledge that your um, growth. I'm I'm getting better or that I'm better than him because he's better than me. <laughs> he is better than me. Uh well We'll we'll see we'll see next year when you're uh, national player of the year you know so exactly <laughs> hey there yeah. we go baby uh, so what is you were the captain this year awesome yep. honor you know um, you were also the captain last year yes. as well so what was it like this year though specifically with um, babysitting all the freshmen that we had on the team and it was it was really fun um, but it was also pretty hard um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt it was hard to like connect with them on a personal level yeah. Um, just because there was like there was so many of them, <laughs> like, a lot of babies. Normally you get like a five couple. coming in, and you get you can like get close with them. But like we had a lot. So, so what I'm hearing is that this year you've grown a lot in taking care of so many freshmen. That next year you're ready to take care of them even more. I I think I can take like twenty next year. Oh, wow. I'd be I'd I'd be okay with that. So what was what was the um. What are your thoughts of the freshman class this year? So I've I've heard a lot of good things, you know, you know, talking to Bennett as well as coach, and then just uh, within the podcast, but outside of the podcast, hearing a lot. Um, are you pretty optimistic about this team, like on the field, but also off the field? What is what are your thoughts with that? Um, I see like a ton of growth, like yeah, um, guys coming in, like there's some guys where I was like, you know, like I'm not sure like the character they're gonna have, like I'm not gonna sure like where they are in their faith, yeah, and they've like most of them all of them have surpassed like what i initial my initial reaction was to them and that has been incredible like bennett i thought you were going to be like a goon i i thought he was just going to be trouble <laughs> he comes in he's a he's an eagle impact player for sure i love that yeah that's and there's like that's right. 10 other freshmen that are yeah. the same like that and it it makes my job easy um i don't have to mm-hmm. Sure, I'm still gonna disciple. I'm still gonna like try and care for them the best I can. Guys, maybe you shouldn't go out for pizza the night before <laughs> a game. Um, we had a student know. that got a tattoo before the game. Wow, I know. Carson McBain, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> captain. the captain. The <laughs> captain. 
the captain did it, but no, that's really cool. And I, I love hearing everything that's uh, what everyone has to say about the freshman class this year. This is outside the soccer team, but the freshman class this year and how, how they've had a massive impact on uh, the the student body. But uh, from you know your your what you're saying of these freshmen with the soccer team and um, the skill that they bring um, and uh, where we are as a team and how we're growing. Uh, would you say we're pretty close to a, a national? championship level team skill wise i mean that's what next year is going to test yeah um, coach was showing me the schedule and we got some big teams on there yeah um teams that i am like this year and the years before i would definitely be like oh man i'm gonna have to work out i'm gonna have to go out there and yeah. like work my butt off non-stop the entire game mm-hmm. and that would get me like really nervous but like now i'm like super excited nervous to play those teams to like push push ourselves um something i a little like quote i have in my mind for this season and the coming season um like no matter who we're playing like even if we're playing barcelona mm-hmm. i still want to all out defense yeah. all out attack yeah. like doesn't matter who we're playing I get that. That would be a tough game, but <laughs> it would be a tough game and i i love i love all hearing all this and you know on behalf of like the entire team and everything, I know they appreciate you a lot, Josh, of your leadership. And I know you won't speak a lot of, of your leadership and how you lead, you know, but already in this short interview and hearing about, you know, you know, your goals and how you act as a player and how you care a lot about what goes on off the field, what you embody and how your, your, what your character is really reflects onto the other players. And with this young freshman class, it's really, uh, um, it's 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 a light to them it's something that someone for them to seek after and follow so on behalf of the team as well as these you know the people of this student body they do look up to you and um, they're very thankful for your leadership on and off the field so uh thank you josh for that we yeah, appreciate it right before we leave uh who do you ride with do you drive with eric or McHugh? i'm always with coach McHugh. yeah he's your buddy yeah and you, you guys listen to like some orchestra music that's why I feel like he listens to. I'm just joking. He listens to podcasts on his own sometimes, yeah. but I'm like the co-pilot that helps him stay awake most of the time. Mm-hmm. There'll be some guys who will be like, oh, can I ride in the front? And I'd be like, Get are, in are you going to talk to coach or are you just going to sit there quietly? Yeah. Like, we'll talk. We'll talk. They don't talk. They don't talk. So Fair enough. After that, I just claim it for myself. Yeah. But um, <laughs> You're the captain. Yeah. It's your seat, man. The driver's seat. The last thing I will say. Yeah. Um, Pizza Ranch. That was a blunder. That was a blunder. <laughs> that was like awful. That was uh, that was on me. That was on me, guys. Like, like I was like, Coach, let's go. No to more pizza, pizza ranch. ranch. No more. No more I'm pizza done. ranch. The dessert pizza is good, but everything else is meh. I guess. I don't mind pizza ranch. It's whatever. But uh, well, Josh, I wish we could talk more, but we gotta we gotta end it here. So, of but thank you everyone for listening. Um, hopefully, you were um, able to learn a lot from uh, the stories of Bennett and Josh and uh, Chris McHugh. So, but. Uh, Find us on uh, our uh, social media, follow us and everything. But thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you next time. And guess what? It's a great day to be an Eagle. See you next time, everyone.